welcome to another episode of I Am Your Host, Self-Love Queen, Sacred Walker. So excited that you were able to join here with us today. Sacred Walker here, just so glad that you're tuning in. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and connect with us on at Ask Sacred on Facebook, connect with us on Instagram, or connect on Sacred Walker on LinkedIn. So glad that you are tuning in to an amazing, amazing show. Now, today's podcast is meant to support you toward your journey and well-being. We're here to unlock and solve the love in you, the ambitious leader that is moving through strategies to help you deepen self-love, reclaim your authentic freedom, and achieve mental clarity. And so in doing so, sometimes we look at what are the things that become barriers to well-being so that we can transform them so that you can be the true peak performer that you are to really look at how you can step into your leveled up legacy. And so in the process of doing so, we came across one of the biggest things that oftentimes stopping people from thriving is public speaking. Public speaking. That is one of the biggest fears that people have out there. One of the biggest blocks to having mental clarity, to feeling like your inner critic or the naysayers in the world are not blocking your shine is public speaking. Almost as fearful as some people have of spiders, almost as fearful of people have of heights is public speaking. And so we had to go here today and bring on a special expert that we could really do a deeper dive into that. So tune in, you're going to want to get some gems. This show is for educational purposes. If you're seeking deeper support, do reach out to our main office. Today's show is going to be so next level. And being that we have our special guest, I'm going to introduce him now, Dr. Harakuti, who is going to be with us to not only be speaking about public speaking, but looking at the ways that arts, looking at the ways that creativity, right? Using the part of our brain that stimulates artistic connection has been able to help him to heal, help others to heal. And as well, how art can literally bring your voice out there so you can be a more confident leader in the world, be more clear and be a better public speaker. So we're gonna be talking about the power of healing arts today and you're gonna be getting some major nuggets So you're going to be getting some nuggets that'll help you go from someone who is seeking clarity to being clearer, someone who can see the way that arts can be a way to stimulate the part of the brain to be able to connect us to that part of ourselves that sometimes being go, go, go as heart-centered creatives, as high-achieving executives sometimes might not always have time for, right? The closet creative in us. And if you're someone who's looking to be a better public speaker, or maybe even looking to be someone who can bring your creativity out there, tell your story in a new way, be able to position yourself as an expert and speak confidently about your past so she can show up in your present and pioneer your future. This episode is for you. I'm so glad you're tuning in. You're amazing. So glad that you're showing up for yourself in a commitment to self-love, self-care, and success strategies here right now on the podcast. So I want to make sure that we're set up for success. We're about to let our guest in in a moment, and we're going to be looking at how we can really create our commitment, right? And as you know, here on the show, our commitment is that we are committed to supporting ambitious leaders, executives who are high achieving, who are breaking through barriers to really make sure that they do not hold back their well-being. 
We want to help you to achieve that next level of peak performance and self-love will become your superpower as you learn to use the creative arts and writing and creativity to be able to tap into and unleash that unlimited potential, right? So if you're someone who has been trying to capture your story into a book, maybe a book of poetry, a memoir, or if you're someone who just wants to speak up more confidently as you speak about yourself and your past and have a different relationship to it, then this episode is for you. I know for me, writing and creativity has been a joy, has been something that has helped me unleash. Writing stories from the age of seven years old. I remember writing my first all about me storybook and running home to my mom, having first immigrated here is one of my first books that I classroom published and running to my mom. And in that story, she got to discover parts of me that I never felt confident about saying out loud. There's a way that stories can bring that out. And years later now, I help people to unleash their story, position themselves as an expert and take better care of their well-being so they, they can have that emotional and financial freedom, right? Those nuggets. And so I want to make sure that you get a chance to have deeper clarity in this. And if you're wondering, am I someone who takes care of myself so that I can be positioned as an expert or I can be able to speak confidently because I actually feel confident on the inside? So we have, without further ado, what we've been landed here to do to have our amazing guest join us for today. I'm so glad that he was able to come in and be our feature for today. You've landed here for a reason to be able to meet and greet with Dr. Harakuti, who's going to be talking with, with us today about something very powerful, as we've mentioned, how creativity can not only help us to tell our story and heal our relationship to our past, but frame our story in a confident way as a public speaker and as a creative. So welcome back, Love Nation. Welcome back to the Unlocking Unstoppable Love. Welcome to my friend, welcome to the colleague, someone who I've known for many, many years, and someone who in his own right is a powerhouse. Dr. Harakuti Williams is a powerhouse in his own. He's someone who's joining with us today, a cultural arts director, a life coach, a yogini, someone who's a consultant, and an amazing, amazing Afrocentric decolonial sexologist that I'm sure he will explain to us what that means in a moment. And so glad for him to have been in his position for over 10 years. He's so glad to see you here. Welcome. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm excited for our conversation today. How are you, sir? I am doing well. I'm actually coming off of an amazing two weeks working with Black folks in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, a festival called Celebration of Black Voices Festival, where I uh, collaborated with uh, musical director Gary Mitchell Jr., working with youth to do a youth showcase, showcase of uh, seven youth from the Pittsfield area. Uh, and then also um, uh, working as a director uh, for a devised piece of theater okay. uh, with uh, four Black men and two Black boys from the Pittsfield community uh, yeah. to develop an original piece of performance art um, based upon the theme, The Heart of a Black Man. So looking forward to our conversation today about living in one's truth, using the arts and creativity to do that. 
Excellent. So thank you for jumping mm -hmm. right in. How do you and I know one another? I want the listeners to be able to tune in and really be able to connect to the relationship that we've had beforehand. I believe that we we have someone in common. So I think we met through Sister Nati. Yes, who, yes. Who's a friend, right, who's a longtime friend and colleague back when I lived on the West Coast. Sister Nati and I had met at a conference that was specifically focused on Black lesbians gathering and immediately mm. hit it off. And then when you and I connected, I was like, okay, this brother is fierce. So y'all who are tuning in, if you haven't connected already, you'll be able to see in the show notes, the contact, just to bring in our sponsors for a moment. On the show, we talk about a lot of big stuff. We talk about how we can tune in, how we can crack open and release these barriers that sometimes are based in the present and sometimes they're based in some cultural nuances where we wanna break some historical shackles, if you will. And so that you can really be unstoppable. So if you're someone right now who is feeling like something is arising where what we bring up today, that is the personal opinions of everyone involved, you need some deeper work, go on in and check out the Kumba Health site just so that if you need a counselor or a therapist, you can be connected to someone who's culturally affirming, who can help you do that deeper work. But today we're going to be really looking at well-being and helping you go to that next level. But if you need that deeper connection, send a direct message, and then we can make sure that you are matched with a culturally affirming therapist today. So let's go back into the show here. So for those who are tuning in, I want you to just for a moment, lean into telling us how you fell in love with creativity, how you fell in love with, or there was a moment where you realized something about creativity would help to unlock something in you. Yeah, I, I would say that for me, creativity was something that I already had. And my journey actually was acceptance of it, mm. which is which is an interesting process. So I I had an imagination from childhood that was active. I was uh, I was uh, only child up until I was about 12 or 13. So I had the gift of being able to vision and imagine other worlds and 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 engage in world making as a child and and really lean into that. There were also members of my community that saw that potential in me and invited me into myself, invited me into a practice of recognizing and, and owning and practicing those gifts and those skills. So I remember in junior high school, reading James Weldon Johnson's The Creation and memorizing that and then performing it at different events for the for the school. I was involved in the, the school chorus. So I I had that that practice. I went to John Dewey High School and and uh, it was the first high school in the country that had stand-up comedy as a English language arts class. And I I was a part of the inaugural class that took that. So I was performing at different clubs around New York City. When I was thinking about college, I wanted to go as an actor. I wanted to go into acting, but I feared that I could not tell my Black working class family that I wanted to go to college and learn how to act. And so I chose electrical engineering as, as my major and, and went through a journey of recognizing that that really wasn't for me. And so then I, I transferred into the social sciences. And then later on, when I was, when I graduated, I brought 
theater. So it was it was really a journey of uh, of coming to own and claim the creativity that already existed within me. So a lot of folks think, well, I'm not an artist. So, you know, I'm I, that's not my thing. Not everyone's an artist, but everyone can access the gift of creativity. Everyone can access the ability to think about things metaphorically and symbolically, to look at the relationships between things, to, to dream what isn't what isn't present in their life and to explore those possibilities. Everyone can, can create those kinds of experiences for themselves and then use that in their own life, regardless of, of whether they identify as an artist or they're working on an art project or not. In, in my work with folks, in, even in this, this, past, this past two weeks, I utilize a a technique called mapping, life mapping. And so I asked people to take a, an easel size sheet of paper, so a large piece of paper, and using whatever materials they have available to them to create a map of their life from the earliest moment to the present moment and explore what comes up for them. So that's a, that's a creative way of unpacking one's life experiences using a, a technique similar to mind mapping, but using it and applying it on over the course of one's life. Another is... In right there, because I think that mm -hmm. something you just said might be a really great gem for the subject at hand. Because something, and, and not to interrupt, but something I heard you say that I think was so powerful that ties back into how do we love on our voice is listeners right now who are tuning in, you can take a moment now to map out, grab a piece of paper and map out what has been your journey and maybe what has been a relationship to you feeling like there were times where your voice was not heard. I think that that is a really powerful gem, right? That there are so many times I know growing up, you know, I had a father that at times would say, you know, if you would speak up and you said the wrong thing, he would shut your voice down. Right. So that's a part of my story. Now, when it's time for me to speak up, there might be that lodged energy in me mm -hmm. just to be able to map it out and to be able to find where that is. And if you're struggling with that, getting some additional support from a coach, from a therapist, from someone who is a group facilitator to go deeper. Those are the opportunities where we can see, oh, what, what is my story around speaking up? What is mm -hmm, it, what mm -hmm. are the ways that maybe you're called, you know, I would call it, we call it here a closet creative. Maybe you don't see yourself as a creative, but I thought that was a beautiful second gem. We will say, even if you don't see yourself as a creative, there's creativity moving in you, you know? And so I think that that really ties us back to how do you turn your pain to your superpower? So I just want to take a moment now to really tie that in, to give, give a breath to that, to give a breath to that to give breath to those who are hearing this, who are chiming in, who are saying, oh my gosh, this resonates. Go ahead and please go ahead and subscribe now, connect, see how that you can continue to hear and tune in as we're gonna be going into the second half of our show. And I wanna make sure that we can see how Dr. Harakuti will refer us to ways that even when you are feeling stressed out, physiologically, maybe something is stuck in your voice, or maybe you're feeling like something is stuck in your body that you notice how you can make pay attention to these signs 
and look at how do you stop the long-term impact so you can really turn your pain to power. So, you know, Dr. Harakuti, just to go make sure that we tune into the topic at hand, how do we look at healing, healing and using the creative arts as healing? As someone who was a theater artist myself in, in undergrad and found the power in that, I can appreciate what you're sharing. You know, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about ways that ambitious leaders who are tuning in, who feel like they're coming across hurdles in their life. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I know you have a book mm-hmm. that yep. you have written that you are going to be sharing with us, you know, mm-hmm. and I want to I get an opportunity that we can really understand how race resistance and love for you came to be. And maybe speak mm-hmm. a little sure, bit sure. about misconceptions that people may have about writing or sharing their story creatively mm. and how you were able to overcome some of those hurdles to still publish the book anyway. Yeah, so I would also suggest journaling. It's a great way um, for folks to unpack the stressors and the oppression that they experience. Uh, and, uh, and the journaling can just be for them. Mm-hmm. If they want, they could then utilize that with a coach or a therapist, and they could also, particularly art therapist, but they could also then publish that work. So I'm I'm a poet as well. I have had my work published in a variety of different sources, but never as a collection. And then last year, I decided to take the 30 years of of work as a, as a spoken word artist and poet and publish that in, in my latest book, which is called Race Resistance Love. It's available out now for, for folks, both in, in print as well as in Kindle and, and e-readers. And so one of the pieces that was, that was healing for me is a piece that I wrote that's called Hostel Mama. And it really unpacks my relationship with my own mother and with mothering, but also as as I witnessed and and worked with, with other Black folks who had complicated and complex relationships with their own mothers who were dealing with their trauma their unhealed trauma. So I want to read to you from that, from that work for a little bit. And again, this is called, this is called Hostel Mama. And before you read it, I want to recap what I've heard and then really highlight for a moment so that those listeners who are tuning in, who we sell are so excited that you are joining us today, you are amazing for showing up, can get a chance to hear Hostel Mama. But I want to kind of piece out some gems that I just heard you say. One gem Mm -hmm. I heard you say, which is journaling right? So for those who are tuning in right now and you're wondering, where do I even begin to share my story? Because I want to be able to publish my own book too. I I have a dream of doing that. I want to be able to maybe order Dr. Harakuti's book and see and receive some inspiration about how he was able to receive transformation around his relationship to his mama and how I may want to as well, or whatever that looks like for you, right? So journaling is one thing that I've heard. So I want to make sure that we have that gem, right? That that piece is so important. Two is that I really heard you speak into what are the ways that if you are so ready to transform your story and unlock something from inside of you, I want to scream from the rooftops right now that we're talking about celebrating that discovery within you, that thing that maybe you thought wasn't okay to share at one point that is now brave in you because you've done the work on yourself. You unlock that so you can share it forward, right? You did that inner work so that you can move it forward. And here at Kumba Health, we say, 
L is for living our principles, O is for being open to opportunity, and V is for vice to victory. And it sounds like you turned that vice, that history, into victory. So I just want to take a moment now in honor of that, and we can emerge in unmatched potential, in honor of that, just to, if you're not yet fully present, I'm going to call you right now to be fully present to the fact that Dr. Harakuti's story right now is being witnessed in what he moved through so he can help other people move through the same and sharing his piece. So thank you so much, Dr. Harakuti, for your self-commitment to transformation and sharing your piece right now with us, Hostile Mama. Hostile mama holding hungry boy child, holding empty bottle, holding emptiness. While a tired old song plays over and over on a broken, inconsolable record player, it skips and fits through gospel, then blues. She hears the cries, the crying of the child as the chorus of the song. Her hatred and anger fool her senses again. When she looks at him, her eyes focus on the man, not the child. And she remembers how the blood felt coming from her nose, how the eye closed and the world was dismembered. So she lifts him, the child, like she wanted to lift him, the man, off of her. And she throws him, the child, like she wanted to throw him, the man, the thump against the wall, skips the record, the last chorus, heard no more. Mm. The last chorus heard no more. That was powerful. So that is a Dr. Harakuti original. It is from his collection of his work. Dr. Harakuti, now that you've shared that with us, thank you for honoring us with that piece that you have created. And now that you've shared that with us, tell us about what it was like just even now sharing it with our Unlocking Unstoppable Love audience, sharing that piece with us today. Mm -hmm. So it is my deep belief that we are all connected. There is that the idea of a separation between you and me is an illusion created by our ego, but that we are all connected. And so in my sharing this piece, what I am doing is I am recognizing and utilizing the connection that we all have. And so I truly believe that there are people who have listened to that poem and connected to that reality who've connected with the truth contained within that piece and that it serves as a healing for them to, to bear witness to the reading of that piece because it acknowledges that they are not alone. It acknowledges that their experience is not merely unique to them and that there is a universe 
surrounding them, holding them in that recognition. That that piece, it borrows from a kernel of my experience, but then reaches out beyond that and includes the experiences of other folks who have who have lived with mothers who have lived with unhealed trauma and unhealed woundedness that led them to enact that pain and that trauma and that violence on their children, not in a malicious way, but in a deeply wounded an unhealed way. And so those of us that know better, do better, we have the opportunity to then heal that, heal those wounds and that woundedness ourselves. And in the process, have the potential actually to engage in an intergenerational healing. Mm -hmm. Healing that goes beyond just our family connections, our familial connections to our communities, to our neighborhoods into the world. Absolutely, well said. Just moving from our neighborhoods, our communities, and to the world, you know, looking at the ways that we can create shifts in that, in and through race, resistance, and love by Dr. Herkuti. You know, one of the things that really stands out and where I think this aligns so well is that we here at Kumba Health have a commitment to looking at doing and supporting amazing artists and pioneers such as yourself, who we can collaboratively work on. How do we, one community at a time, transform barriers to well-being, one community at a time, heal generational curses and blocks to well-being so that we can continue to shine and build a legacy as a people. And so being that we have a commitment of serving by the end of the year, one million people, knowing that in supporting you and in supporting the work that you're doing in bringing out this book, those who are connecting to this book are a part of that movement, right? A part of breaking through barriers and a part of healing stories that whether you have a, a parent that had unhealed trauma that sometimes got projected onto you that now you wanna do different, right? Or maybe you had ways that you sometimes mother yourself in ways that are harmful. What are the ways that sometimes you have, you're about to speak up in a meeting and you might shut your own voice down or you really feel like crying, but you say, oh, that's too weak and you shut it down. What are the ways that we sometimes become our own worst enemy or inner critic because we are learning based on our own legacy, how to mother ourselves differently. You know, so I just really want to appreciate that's the power of healing toxicity so that we can achieve that emotional and financial freedom in our life. So I just want to tap into y'all. If y'all have not already picked up and gotten, if you are not currently on Amazon, if you did not pause this right now and go, hold on, then you are missing out because I know someone out there is wondering, okay, this piece is connecting to all that, right? So <laughs> let's let's right now just pause, subscribe below, make sure that you have already been on that page, adding it to your shopping list. And if you are going, 
do I know? Have I gone through this? Am I there? Then you can do our self-care assessment at selfcare.sacredwalker.net slash quiz. If you're like, is this in me? Okay, do the quiz. You'll, th you'll thank me later, okay? And then after you've done the quiz, you're like, oh, shoot. Okay, I see it. Hop on over and make sure that you sign up because there's no harm in not knowing, right? As Dr. Harakuti said, when you know better, you do better, right? So let's look at how we can really unpack that, really look at how do we transform and step into self-love and transform unconscious ways that we sometimes sabotage ourselves, right? Sometimes if we write it out, we take in a reflective pause, you know, how we can take those reflective pauses so we can really tune in, so we can really hear. So right now, I want to take a stop. I want to make sure that we have witnessed and acknowledged and given a full round of applause to Dr. Harakuti for coming on our show today. I want to make sure that we have witnessed the power that has shown up, and I'm sure the power that it has taken over the last several decades to come to the place where he can compile a book of his poetry right? Let's be clear about, he's been doing this work for 10 years, but let's be clear about how many generations came to be able to talk about hostile mama. How many generations came, right? Because we're not only healing this moment, we're healing generations back and forward, right? So everyone, I am a super fan of Dr. Harakuti. All right, if y'all didn't know already, <laughs> okay, if y'all did not know, I'm still thanking Sister Nati <laughs> for connecting us. I'm so glad that you were able to join us for today. And I just want to make sure that before we go, that we say once again, the title of the book is Race, Resistance, and Love. Do make sure that you check it out. Google it right now. Be connected to that. If you are feeling like, I'm not sure if I see myself somewhere in the story, go ahead and check us out at selfcare.sacredwalker.net slash quiz, do the self-care assessment, or hop over to our Wellbeing Wednesday and join our community so that you can have an opportunity to be able to watch this show when it comes out in the watch party so that you can watch it and talk with one another about your perspectives. How do you feel about some of the things we talked about today? And you can even use the book as a, a, a spearing point to say, I got the book. What did you think about this? How did you relate to that? And really build community in the ways that you need to. If you're feeling like something came up today and you're like, oh, goodness gracious, that spoke to me. And I need to do some deeper work. Reach out and make sure that you connect with one of us. Just send a direct message and ask sacred and we'll match you with a therapist or we'll make sure you can be a part of our next mastermind experience. It made, if you've made it to the end of this episode, you are truly commit, committed to deepening self-love. You are truly committed to transformation and taking care of your mind, body, spirit, and being the unloved, unlocking. I'm so excited. I'm getting stumbled here. You are truly committed to unlocking unstoppable love and being the love medicine the world needs. I'm truly proud of you. If you want to be unstoppable, please do tune in and connect at Ask Sacred. You will have the opportunity to hear now from Dr. Harakuti some closing words and do make sure that you tag below and follow this brother on social media so that you can be connected to not only this body of work, but the pioneering work to come. Dr. Harakuti, any closing words before we go? Yes, uh, and I will, I will um, say them in the form of the last poem of the book, mm -hmm. I Found Love on My Way to Joy. 
I cried to joy last night. I cried and cried, seeking a truer picture of me. Tears flowed from the corners of my eyes, never stopping until I got to joy. Joy was a place to get to. The journey there was made of pure feeling. As the tears poured, I felt closer to me, closer to joy. My tears fell to the earth, becoming the footprints marking my journey. Before I knew it, in a moment of stillness, I emerged. And so today, if I seem different, just know that last night I made it to joy and found a lover in me. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. And on that note, in the spirit of finding a lover in you and unlocking unstoppable love so that the world can be better because you are showing up authentically as you. I thank you for sharing that powerful piece that's so aligned with the spirit of the show. For those who are tuning in, I wish you, we wish you self-love, inner peace, and soul medicine for success. Thank you, Dr. Harakuti, for joining us today and sharing some powerful pieces, inspiring us to know that just like you, we can go ahead and tune in so that we can bring out our voice, our unique story, and so get support along the way to do so. Thank you all for joining our show today.